it just it my it bottles the mind. Like literally, my mind is bottled right now. It's I'm it's mind bottling. It really is. What's going on, beautiful people? My name's Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show. This is the show that never ends. Before we start, we always got to send a shout out to the millions and millions of listeners. Why? Because without y'all, this ain't nothing. I appreciate y'all, and I thank y'all. Um, yeah, you um, you can't hit the music on YouTube. You got to head over to the podcast, uh, anchor.fm backslash Kasabian. Or just Google Kasabian Lavo, and wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find it. And on there, you can listen to the music. And uh, like I said, every episode got a new song, so don't miss out. Uh, they're always, they always mean something, you know what I'm saying? Um, so shout out to the millions of podcast listeners, all the millions of viewers on YouTube, all my Facebook family, my Twitch tards. I'm a, I fuck with you. I maybe shouldn't have said that. I apologize. I don't know why I said that. When I said it in my head, that shit sounded pretty dope. I ain't even gonna front. I was like, oh. I just came up with something, but I, I t- I'm sorry. I shouldn't even be talking like that. I'm really hyped. Like, I'm super duper hyped. I just had electrolytes, so I'm super hyped. Hold on. Let me tuck this away. Away, away, away. Let me see something. Uh, damn. This one would be dope. Hold on. I'm going to show you something real fast. Look, when I have guests on, this is where the guest is going to go. In that area over there. I just wanted to show that to everybody because it, they're coming. We're going to do guests. We just don't know. Um, we don't know when, but it is coming. So if you want to support the show, and we know you do because we're super duper, head over to klavo.com. That's www.klavoe.com. Um, if you head over, there's a podcast tab right on the front page, on the landing page. You'll see my videos, some music, you know, peruve. Per- Check it out. Hit the play. Download. Share it. Tell people about it. You know they they might want to uh, listen to some Lavo. Put it on. I'm I'm not a club music maker. I make music for the on the way to the club for when you at the house doing your thing or when you driving in your whip. Like that's that's me. I'm car music for sure. Uh, that that's yeah. That's my zone. You know what I'm saying. I know my vibe. Uh, anyway, head over to klavo.com. We'll we'll have new merch soon. I'm just gonna keep bringing that up because the new stuff is pretty dope. But head over there, stream the stuff, check out the podcast, donate. Remember when you donate to klavo.com, you're donating to feed five Puerto Rican kids and put them in school. Two of them Puerto Rican kids are watching today, so when you donate, you feed them, and those braces are not cheap. That boy, it you help 
random Puerto Rican kids too. So just donate. The show is brought to you by Popo. If I find my phone, I don't know where my phone is. I found my phone. Xavier, what's Popo? This is Popo. Popo. Fuck with Popo. Popo's dope. So uh, at, during the beginning of last year, I was getting business cards made and I actually had an issue. I didn't like my picture and I wasn't going to order a thousand business cards with the same picture on it if I wanted to switch it up because why be like everybody else? And I stumbled upon Popple, right? And y'all know I'm a business person. So when I find something that's really good, I'm going to bring it to you. But Popple works like this. Boy, stop texting me. See, that's Popple. And then I open it and look where it takes you. To a landing page with all my information. Pretty dope, right? So... If you have a business that you want to promote, if you're a realtor as myself, uh, I sell homes. If you're looking to rent, buy, sell, lease, please come to me. Klavo.com, RGRNV.com, I got you. Uh, this is a great tool, and it, it's a it's a great tool for many reasons. One, it's green. Two, it's something that you can grow with. Every time you want to change your picture, you update it. You're contacting your clients directly. You're not handing out nasty business cards. It's a post-corona world. We really don't want to be just handing out business cards. So you pop them. They have all your information. They can text you. They can call you. They can send you an email. Again, direct to consumer. Like, this is what it is now. You have to be different. Like, do you really want to? Yo, let me show you how different I am. That's mine. It's a donut. It's totally cute. Okay? The donut's totally cute. So I walk up and go, oh, are you looking for a home? Pop me. And everybody's like, oh, my God, it's totally cute. It works. It's marketing strategy. Head over to popple.co. Use Sabian Lava at checkout and save 20%. Let them know I sent you because this is, honestly, this is the future. I don't see nobody really making business cards anymore. We're going to keep on knocking over trees for business cards. You know how many people you hand a business card to and they'll throw them on the ground? Like, it's so wasteful. This is perfect. If, if you want to really, you know, be one-on-one with your clients and, and, and have something that's different, Stand out. You can get a custom popple. I like the black one. I mean, either way, they're dope. I think that in in this new age of of information and technology, this is something you need. So head over to popple.co. Let them know Sabian Lava sent you. Save you 20%. Listen, if you're an entrepreneur, this is something for you. What else are we talking about today? Okay. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Here we go. What are you going to have the people in? All right, all right, all right, all right. So, I'm thirstier than a bitch. But that's not something that uh, I can say. Oh, let me get some water up here. Boy, I don't know what you just said. Uh, my bad, y'all. I swear I wasn't going to do that right now. Uh, Yeah, so the whole world is pretty much going in flames. And not the whole world. Let me not say the whole world. The 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 country right now is is in shambles. And I had a conversation earlier that really made me think and um i appreciate it having it because i you almost forget that a normal person that doesn't care about politics is gonna have probably the most profound fucking answer to something that you would ever hear and i want to talk to you guys about that today because sometimes i forget that a lot of people don't uh don't view things the same because they don't it just it's it's not a big concern and true rightfully so rightfully so uh also i had a conversation today was a good day talked to a lot of people today uh i talked to i was speaking to my son and 
he should be on here watching. I'm, now I'm gonna embarrass him. But um, speaking to my son, he's telling me that he wants to start a business with his friends, and I was so excited. You want to guess? Oh, we'll talk about that. Well, I'm gonna hit you up in a minute. I'm gonna hit you up in a minute. So my son tells me he wants to start a business. Ecstatic. Do you understand how excited I was? I was like, oh, sh- like you want to do something? Wow, that's that's amazing. Um, to hear my son even have that aspiration is such a proud moment. Like, I want you to know that I'm very proud of you, especially knowing that you wanted to start something like that is great. You are 14. I think you're 14. I don't know, Jordan, you might be 15, but either way, you, uh, you took a big step. And even though I don't think you're all the way ready, the fact that you even had that in you is uh very amazing and i'm very very proud of you it's, it it wasn't ideal because i don't think you thought it through but you're thinking and that is awesome let me tell you when your child comes to you with an idea support their idea i'm not saying that you have to tell them that that's gonna work sometimes the idea that they bring to you isn't necessarily the idea that they even have like they can't even tell you what they want to do. So you got to cultivate that with them, man. Like, that's our job as parents, I think, is, is to, you know, help our children find themselves. You know, my quote, uh, it's easy to be yourself. The hardest thing in life is finding yourself. And and that's going to be something that my sons and daughters are going to be going through. And I, I hope that I give the best information and the best advice I can because, you know, it's a cold world. It's a real cold world. But the fact that you already have the idea of working for yourself and, and building a brand and, and you know, being a, a, a boss, that's commendable. That's, that's that you're, you're being a, a man. And I'm very, very proud of you. Um, I love both my sons to death. And they sometimes don't realize the inspiration they are to me. And hearing things like this, it, yo, it, for real, like we were doing hood stuff you know, at this age. So, you know, my shit was, I wanted to be a rapper. And then I got told no 5 million different ways. No, you'll never be a rapper. That's not a thing. It's not a job, bro. It's not a job. I recorded my first song on a Hewlett Packard computer that had a little microphone on it. And I told my son, I was trying to tell my son the songs. I said, son, you know, when you start a business, make it a passion. You know, ask me anything about hip hop. I've done it all. Break dance, graffiti, DJ, a little bit. I'm not no, I'm not gonna say I'm a pro DJ, but I could break dance, I could do graffiti. Now I was a backpacker, I emceed, like I did it all. Hip hop is my life. Like I don't know nothing else. Um when I my first song I made on a Hewlett Pack, I never recorded a song before. I was just freestyling on the corner doing wild stuff and and I was good at what I did, but I didn't realize I had a real talent to make a song. So my grandparents bought a Hewlett Packard because I wanted to be an animator. And I was trying to tell my son that at the time, I didn't even know what an animator was. What I thought I wanted to do was be a cartoonist. But then I found out, no, the real position you want is animator. Excuse me, animator. My lips are so dry. It's because of this damn resin stuff. I apologize. Hold on. Um. Either way, I was 12 years old. I lived in a home with my grandparents and we didn't have any money and we needed a computer because things were changing in school. 
uh, my, me and my grandma were actually going down to the school after school for her to learn how to use computers. I, they were teaching me how to use a computer by teaching her. So it was real dope that I got to do that. And it was a, an amazing experience that I got to share with my grandmother, being able to show her uh, technology and, and teach her something like that. But it, it definitely sparked her to get me a computer. And thank God they got me a computer. And I, being the ingenuitive kid that I am, figured out how to record myself. Not only did I figure out how to record myself, I found out how to make beats on this weird Hewlett Packer. It's actually Dell. Dell made um, like a beat machine to show you how good their processor was. This is like 99, 2000 or 98. And um, it had a CD burner. That was something new. I asked my son if he knew what a CD burner was. And he's like, no. I was like, holy shit. My first album was a tape. Like I had to use a four track. And and that didn't work out too well. Those are expensive to, to like maintain and hand out. So the CD thing was kind of cool because the stack of CDs was like $40 and uh, you just wrote your name on them and handed them out. But anyway, that was like later on. In the beginning, I just did this one song. It was called Welcome to Las Vegas. And I recorded it horribly, but recorded nonetheless. Made a song. I had 16 bars. There was a hook. Uh, actually, there, there was. I came in. There's the hook, and then I came in with a bridge, and I didn't even know what it was then. I was just spitting. I wrote the whole shit down, and I spit it, and I started handing it out in my neighborhood. True shit. People was asking my grandma for the tape. You could ask all the homies. They were like, "No, Sabian made a song, bro. Welcome to Las Vegas. Like that's a real song. Like people was asking for this song. It was trash. I'm not gonna lie, but the 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 passion for it was there. Like they could tell like, this is going to be great someday. Right. And I say, I, I tell that story to tell my son, that's how I want you to feel about whatever you want to do. Like you have to make it work no matter what the circumstance is. Like if you love it and you want to make it work, you'll make it work. I, I made that trash ass song on a Hewlett Packer and I've recorded in probably the most expensive studios anyone's ever seen with some of the most prolific people that we've ever had on this earth. All from a Hewlett Packer in my grandparents' little house. That shit. <laughs> I miss my grandma. Shit. They they work hard, bro. Like they really did they shit to give me that little fucking computer. Ah <laughs> oh, shit, I'm good. Oh man, I miss my grandma. But from them doing what they had to sacrifice to give me that computer, bro, my dreams came true. I never let nobody tell me no. And when I hear my son tell me he wants to start his own thing, like. Yo, I want you to chase that shit. I'm going to put all my money into it. You know I got you. Let's make this shit work. Because that's what my grandparents did with me. Uh, uh, I miss my grandma, yo. I ain't going to front. That shit hurt. Oh, that shit hurt, hurt. But I came up, you know, out the fucking mud with them and what they did. And when I see my son say some shit like that, like real shit, I'm sorry. Like, that, it, it's a proud moment. As a father, that's all you got. You know what I'm saying? I'm a daddy first. Uh, and I apologize, man. I don't mean to do no shit like this. It's just, uh, I miss my grandma. That's real. That shit do hurt. And I remember the sacrifice, bro. Like, we, we it was, 
We ate rice and eggs. It was rice and eggs. We ain't had much. That little computer was all they could do. Everything else was on me. You better figure out how to get these CDs. You better figure out how to sell this shit. You better figure out who going to listen to this shit. This all on you. Straight like that. <clears throat> but uh, I want my son to follow his passion. That's first and foremost. Uh, There's nothing you can't do. None of you. Whatever you want to do, you could do. I promise you that. Um, I was talking to my homeboy. And uh, we were talking about the president. And I asked a simple question. Like, what do you want from a president? That was it. I said, damn, my, my, like, you know, my boy, tell me. What do you want from a president? Uh, and he said, um, a leader. That's it. He said, a leader. It was so profound. Like, it really fucked me up. I ain't even gonna front. Like, it, it fucked me up to the point where I was like, that shit was the most honest and truthful answer anybody could give bro a leader and it fucked me up because at this point in time we don't have that you see um i'm a free thinker right i don't attach myself to anything you know things change when my boy said we don't have a leader i agree like i i I don't you're not wrong we don't have a leader as a businessman, when I see Donald Trump, I was expecting business things to get done, which they did. But I wasn't expecting so much turmoil and so much chaos. I'll admit that um, I feel disappointed in everybody else that's in the White House and that had to do with the whole process of shitting on Trump every day. Because what it did was that it turned the damn white house into like this this just fucking hostile environment that really didn't get anything done and he was able to rile them up so much every day all the time that it got pretty pathetic like it was like the guy that didn't belong and everybody else was fucking with him all the time and we weren't getting too far at all really and i feel like the fuck you trump thing was gonna be so detrimental to all of us that nobody would witness what was happening like we were gonna have that fucking weird uh you know when you cook frogs in the water and shit you you slow boil them they don't know like that's what they were doing to us that's how i felt and um so i wanted to speak out because everybody was saying the same things and there's still a lot of things that we don't see eye to eye on and that just comes from education meaning that we just haven't learned these things and we have to learn how to teach each other these things like you got to pass the gems on and show people uh you know, other other things like, you know, we don't understand money like, yo, Bitcoin is taking over right now. And people don't even know how to work regular money, let alone Bitcoin and, and cryptocurrency and learn, understand blockchains and shit like this. Um, And it's coming. I told my wife yesterday, we don't know how to make today's money. These new kids make money a different way. I've never seen. I don't think anybody knows how to make today's money. Only the new kids. They've made their own way. We have to adapt to what those new kids are doing. We don't know how to make money right now. But anyway, when they were shitting on Trump, what I saw was let him fail. But that means that we fail. So that was my problem. And from day one, I've always said the same thing, bro. I'm here for the people. Everybody knows my story. Like, that's why I had to tell them where I'm from. Just some poor kid from the streets, man. I just happen to be good with my words. And, and I put myself in a position of power. And, and, and now I'm trying to 
teach my people about money, about credit, about buying homes, teach my people how to start businesses, um, give back everything I've learned, fix this fucking jail system that we have. Like the war on drugs wasn't the war on drugs. We can call it what you want to call it. But what it was was an attack on the ghetto, on attack uh, and attack, excuse me, on fathers that were doing what they had to do to take care of their family and adapted to their environment and then got caught up in this fucking system that didn't let them go entail leaving behind thousands and thousands probably millions of children without fathers real alpha male fathers that was the type that woke up at one in the morning to hit the block take care of their babies somebody that went days without eating to make sure food was coming in to take care of their babies a lot of those guys got taken away and we had a lot of problems because of that i'm a conservative i want less government that came from the government the crack era came from the government we know that I've said this. When I see someone like Trump coming, the, what I see is an outsider that wants to make a change. Unfortunately, it became a fucking bickering battle every day. I hate being judged because I, I supported Trump. Yes, it's past tense. I cannot stand by this type of shit. I, yo, I was against the protesting off rip when it was with the Black Lives Matter and all that shit that was going on. I didn't want that shit to happen. It was going to happen. The whole world erupted because everybody was on lockdown. The motherfuckers weren't protesting for nothing but just to get the fuck out the house. It, it's, it's unfortunate that it ended this way. What a horrible demise. When Trump ran, he spoke very presidential. If you listen to his last speech that he gave when he was running the first time, you would be like, who the fuck is that? He's amazing. He's amazing. He, he, he attacked the game wrong. He forgot what game he was playing. And this game, you have to play by their rules. And he lost. I judge a man on how he loses, not how he wins. I'm a good loser. I've lost a lot in my life. So I judge you on your losses. Um... You know, I respect the uh, Conor McGregor. He takes a loss just as as well as he wins, or probably better, because he's so respectful when he loses. And I think you got to be that's commendable when you see a man take a loss, especially in a fight when you have a fist fight. And he's like, you know what? He got the better of me. I'm going to work harder and come back. That's what you want to hear. Not no, we got this, we got that, we was robbed, we was this, we was that. Hey, man, you know what? Just stop, just stop, just stop. Take the loss. You're not going to win if you just keep talking. The most powerful tool is not talking. Learning silence, learning how to say no is a strong, strong thing. And unfortunately, it kept going and kept going and kept going. And I can't stand by and say that I support that. That's not what I support. I supported the outsider coming in. I supported new ideas that weren't Washington ideas. I supported somebody that wanted to make a change but didn't quite know what change they wanted to make. Did I expect a 70-plus-year-old white man to sound like one of us? No. Hell no. He talks crazy. I know this. We heard this. But if he's not a leader, nothing mattered. And that was where me and Jay got into the conversation because I was like, I was trying to figure out how to make a good reference to, like, you know, an example. Like, I don't know, Tiger Woods, right? Like, do we forget Tiger Woods is Tiger Woods because... He cheated on his old lady. Damn, that's dirty, Megan. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that, Tiger. I apologize. Or how about, okay, Ice Cube. Ice Cube is probably one of the most phenomenal rappers we've ever had. But his last album in 2016 was hot garbage. Do we forget his entire legacy because of one thing? Like, even though Trump probably had this issue, and yes, he he spoke like a fucking, he spoke like a 70-year-old white man. 
and a man from Queens. Someone that is just that's how he is. Like you cannot be mad at what how he speaks. People are too sensitive these days. But I digress. I'm not here to talk about that. Um, I lost my fucking track because I was just laughing, thinking about his ass going wrong. This it's yo, I'm gonna miss all the bullshit. I ain't gonna lie. And I want peace, man. I'm just so over the fighting and bickering. But um, yeah, like I was saying about the accomplishments, like does do his accomplishments not matter? Like, even though I don't like Obama, I respect him as a man. I can never take that from him. He's a man, nonetheless. Um, I didn't like his policies. I thought he was very well spoken. I've said this. He's very well spoken. He says some shit that's completely asinine, but that's how I feel about those things. Um, I don't think he, for a person that was was fighting so hard for DACA, he um deported. 80,000 or some shit he, he deported the most people ever But he fought so hard to get them their papers I was so confused It was shit like that I mean we can go on and on about that But I'm not here to do that I'm just saying like do Will we ever appreciate the accomplishments Are we really gonna compare six hours Of some goofy ass white dudes Going in there and, and acting like stupid idiots, acting like thugs and ruthless fucktards. Are we going to sit here and really compare that to an entire summer of burning down the country? If we can't agree that both of those were wrong, we can't have this conversation. There's too much hypocrisy. There's too much hypocrisy. You have to be mad at both of those. Those small businesses that were affected by the riots in Minnesota and Portland and California, New York, all the businesses that were hurt, they're probably never going to come back. And for what? They didn't beat nobody. They didn't kill nobody. Then people didn't do anything wrong. Like, if you're okay with what they did and you have a problem with what these people did the other day, then we can't have this talk. I see a lot of people that love to just repost. Because they really have nothing to say. Their opinion is very bland. And honestly, most people that 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 want to be so opinionated and they think that they know everything, they fall flat because they're so fucking deaf to what's going on. They don't hear what's happening. Like, listen to how certain people talk and then watch how they react to real shit. And they're, they're two different people. It's pathetic. It really is. I mean, as a people, we should be able to talk about things. But I promise you this. Hey, Jay, I don't know if you're watching, but this shit is dope. Paul, I'm, it's, uh, marijuana, not dope. <laughs> Tripping. I don't know why I said that. I mean, dope like cool. Not dope as in heroin. It's going to... You know what? Let me just stop talking. This is... Uh, lovely. Shout out to Cookies. Oh, man. Hold on one more. Podcast. <coughs> My bad. Smoke break. Oh man, that was exquisite. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Hey, you know what? Fuck Donald Trump. Not playing. <laughs> nah, man. I don't feel that way. I don't feel that way at all. Um, I, it's kind of sad to see how it ended. Um, but you must be a leader. You must be a leader. A leader stands tall. A leader goes first. A leader, a leader is not someone that talks. A leader's a doer. You gotta be first in line when you're a fucking leader. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cuss YouTube, but you have to be a leader. 
Nobody cares about nothing. You could be completely wrong, but if you're willing to stand and die by what you say and, and, and be the man that you're supposed to be or the woman you're supposed to be, people respect that. I've lost respect for Donald Trump. I'm just waiting to be crucified for being someone that has an honest opinion and sees how things change. Like, I'm sorry, but we cannot compare the 2016 Donald Trump to the 2020 Donald Trump. The same way, like, I don't, like, we grow, we change. Um, that whole, I never was MAGA, like, y'all know that. Um, this doesn't mean that I'm Biden, pro-Biden. I'm really not. I will be here crucifying every fucking thing he does wrong. I'm going to let you know every time I see something that's outlandish or completely asinine, I'll be the first one to say something and opine on it. I will be a part of the intelligentsia that will be out here fighting for us. Fighting for what we need so that we can grow. You know, we need better education. I've said this. We need a new education system. Um, You can't teach leadership. That shit come from, the, you know, that come from inside, bro. That really fucked me up. It really did. Leadership, bro. A leader. It's very few leaders, if we're honest, right? Like, it's, it's, it's what we're missing. You know, like, Obama wasn't great, but because he was so well-spoken and poignant and he stood on his word, he just didn't do the tough guy shit that we needed from him like Trump. But... I understand because there's more respect there. I get that. I'm I'm 1000%. Um, We need to pay attention to the people that we say we hate. For example, stop calling these white people white supremacists. Stop it. Because if they were white supremacists, then we just saw white supremacists attacking white supremacists. Right? Can't be both. Can't be both. Um, I've always said that although they hate, we need to love. That doesn't mean let us get abused. It does not mean that they can shit on us. That just means that we need to understand that they're too stupid to get past these ignorant biases that just don't make no sense. And if you really think about it, they're just scared. It's ignorance. Ignorance is bliss and ignorance is fear. Damn, did I just hit the whole rig? I'm sorry. Um, You not liking somebody because of whatever. Like, if you don't like somebody for their character, I'm I'm standing for that. When somebody does some fugazi something, I ain't ain't rocking with you. I don't care if you black, white, Chinese, green, Puerto Rican, Dominican, Haitian, Cuban, all that. That don't, I don't care. I grew up around so many people that, you know, so many mixed people that that type of stuff ain't never going to offend. Like, I'm not, no. You got to judge people by, by their character. And when you saw those people running into the in the Capitol building, hey, and one thing, the meme with all the guys standing there with the masks on, the SWAT guys, whatever the fuck that was, that was the Lincoln Memorial. That was when they said they were going to rip out the Lincoln Memorial and throw it into the ocean. Like, what are y'all? T- that was not the Capitol steps. Stop it. It was not there. It's down the block. Either way, they shouldn't have done it. I'm not okay with it. I, I, I don't agree to protest in that manner. I don't. I think we have enough intelligent Latinos, Latinas, Blacks, uh islanders um europeans whatever we have enough majority people to put themselves in positions of power we need lawyers we need attorneys that are willing to go and write law and and want to become judges we need people that want to become doctors we need people that look like us to become doctors to become lawyers to become uh bankers to to get into economics to learn everything every aspect become governors senators Run small parcels of your city. 
We need us. We need the reinvestment of us. Yes, we need police reform. Why do we need police reform? Because these motherfuckers are crazy. And we ain't going to keep playing with this. I'm not with the whole kneeling at work. I don't care for that shit. I'm still standing on that. Fuck all that. That shit was dumb. We did enough protesting. Now it's time for action. What are you going to do? You need to put people in a position of power so that we can make real changes. We need to make new mayors, new governors, new senators, um, uh, county leaders, whatever you have. If we're not involved in the city that we live in, we have no right to say shit. Stop talking about it. You cannot make a change by breaking someone else's hard-earned fucking work. Like, going downtown and destroying somebody's business doesn't do anything for the city but cause more turmoil. Instead of destroying and looting and this and that, grab a book, get ready to attack from within. The spook by the door. We need to use this already and stop. If we're not in positions of power and we don't see more of us, we're still ran by a majority white. Like you see the Senate. It looks like a bunch of old white folks. No offense to old white folks. Y'all just don't get it. Joe Biden said, if you don't vote for him, you ain't black. He doesn't get it. He's not here. These people are too old. We need to figure out a, a decent system. Although the founders have a great system, they didn't think that people would live this long. Remember, you died at like 30 back then. So the fact that we have 80-year-old and 70-year-old and 90-year-old people in, in Senate and in Congress, that wasn't thought of. So we need to adjust that. So we need terms. Some of you people have been in there waiting for this day. They've just outlived all the people that they started with, and now their shit's coming true. But until we have us in there and we're inside and we're making decisions and we're writing laws, we can't complain. Uh... We need leaders, men and women. We need leaders. No more. Stop. Stop. What we're witnessing is the end of an empire. The United States as a superpower is over. We're not coming back. We're not coming back. You better learn some Chinese. Ni hao. Shay shay. Be ready. It's going to get ugly. I just hope y'all ready for the ride. I hope y'all ready for the ride and understand that because I look at things different doesn't mean that I'm wrong and it doesn't mean that I'm a contrarian. Trust me, I'm not doing it just to be different. I'm doing it because everybody's talking the same and that scares the shit out of me. We shouldn't all be agreeing, but we all should have a common goal. Like if you don't have a common, like if our common goal isn't for the better good of everybody, then what's the, like, that's what our government is for is to keep us safe. If they can't do that, then what are they good for? And if we all sound the same, then what are we doing? Because that's not right. We should be uh, separate but equal. Meaning we should all be able to have our own ideas, but still have a, you know, just because. So, you know, politics used to be that Republicans and conservatives would lean more towards less government help and um, focusing on keeping the market deregulated and allowing people to, to run their markets accordingly and uh competitively to keep them moving forward right less government uh less regulation more self-sustainable we're not going to help you we want you to work and be capitalists and own businesses to move forward then the democrats they wanted to do the same thing except they didn't want you to work they would rather support you so that they can control things that they want to be done in their ideal world 
And you can say that I'm saying that wrong, but that's what it is when you have government assistance everywhere. They want to know what you're doing, where you're doing it, how you're doing it. If they have a problem with what you're doing, they're going to cut off your, your, your supplement. They're going to make you feel like you did something wrong. You failed us. They work for us, not the other way around. That Capitol building belonged to us. Get mad all you want to. Them goofs took it to the house. They didn't walk up and down the street and fuck up Target. They took it to the house. They said, we have a problem. Where is he? Can't get mad at that shit. They walked right in that bitch. Single file line. Yo, what's up? What's up? Where everybody at? We got to talk. Where the votes at? You can't get mad at that. Compare them all you want to. It's apples to oranges. But those are ruthless thugs. Same way they talk about our people. We need to talk about them, but then we need to really show them why it's bullshit. Because that's where they miss it. They love to describe anything, anything that's not white as violent, hyper-violent, or criminal. And extreme criminal. You can't even say thug to a group of white people or a group of thugs. They're going to automatically tell you they was black. That's how they, they've trained us to even feel that way. It's all manipulative. Like we, we've been trained to see these things in that manner, which is disgusting, bro. It's disgusting. I can't believe today right now we even have these types of issues that we can't like. We can't understand why these people were protesting the way they did and then go, it was wrong, but we get you. That's it. It was wrong, but we get you. I'm not saying that's okay at all. Fuck that. That's crazy. But we understand why you did that. Now, I want y'all to do the same thing when you see BLM protesting. If you don't understand the other person's plight, you can't judge them. I never spoke on the riots because I know why. I can see, yo, we was blocked up for months, sick and tired of these fucking pigs doing this bullshit. And here we go. Now we're going to turn up. And when we turn up, we turn up, bro. That's why I'm, yo, I felt it. I knew going outside, I always felt itchy because I wanted to go do it too. I ain't going to lie. We turn all the way up when there's problems, yo. We with the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we spin the block and we're going to blow out every window on this block for no reason. Yes, I can get that way. I don't want to be that way, though. But how do we teach them to understand why we mad, right? Like, that's really, I guess, what I'm trying to say. How, how do we, where, do, where does understanding begin? Like, we can't keep blaming each other, so we got to start somewhere. Where do we start? I don't agree with what those people did, and I don't agree with what the people did on the other side either. That's it. That whole thugs and ruthless and da-da-da-da. Look, there's some motherfuckers out there burning shit and, and, and stealing shit. We ain't going to lie about that. Y'all some scamming-ass pieces of shit. But that's on y'all. That shit, it don't look good on none of us. And there was a lot of white people doing that. So let's keep it a buck. Y'all can't just say it was black and Spanish people stealing everything. No, it was a bunch of white people burning shit and throwing bricks and going wild. But no more hypocrisy. And enough. Describing people in this in this manner is so stupid anyway. Because all you're doing is shitting on your own people. Like, why would we not want to have a, a country that's full of smart people making money? Like, how stupid are you? Like, you know, that's another issue too. We need to start investing in ourselves. If we don't invest in our own communities, we ain't going to get shit done. Look, I've been long. My name is Kasabian. Don't live in the past. Live in the moment. Be safe. Say dangerous is Lavo. Oh, and I love y'all with the awkward out. Hey.